you're tuned into Between Us with Lalo and Yeya. Bringing you all things brown, all things gay, and all things messy. Hey girl. Hi, I thought you were going to say vegan for some reason. Where? I don't know, like in the intro, like none of us are vegan, but for some reason Bringing I was you like, all things vegan. And all things vegan. But no, no, I wish I was vegan. I mean, sometimes I, I do, sometimes I don't. Look, when I'm eating meat, <laughs> I don't wish I was vegan. Right. When I am done eating the meat and I think about it, I'm like, purecita vaca. Nah, it tastes so yummy though. I know, but I told you the story about the cow. What cow? There was this article that people were freaking out because they saw a huge cow, like, towering over other cows. And then uh-huh. it actually came back that, no, it's not, and abnormally large cow people just don't see cows that big anymore because they're like killed before they can reach like a certain age oh that made me really how sad. big was the cow i don't know it was like six feet i think cows get to be six feet tall maybe i'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> fake it's news big bitch fucking cow no it was really big or was it like the cow was in the foreground and the other cows were in the background. No, like all the other little cows were around this cow and it was just like this one big ass fucking Lamar Odom cow. It was on cocaine? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know a little bit about sports. <laughs> I think it's because of the Kardashians though. <laughs> just kidding. Oh my god, Anyways. no you're not. <laughs> Alright girl, what are we doing today? Um, so we have a few guests with us today. Okay, so we have Jose, who has been my friend, we just calculated, for 13 years, and his partner, Rob, they just got engaged. Ooh, yes. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Um, and we were all watching here on Instagram oh my gosh. with Mari. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was an ordeal. Oh, you were here. Yeah, oh, yes. I was here when, when you were on the phone with Yeah, him. when you called me and you were, like, reading what you were going to tell Rob, uh-huh. I was, like, crying, and Marcos is here, like, oh, oh. And then she was like, and then the guy is late, and they're making them walk around, like, too long. And yeah. <laughs> so we were, like, <laughs> all excited for you. It was exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Why? Only because it's that moment, and you're caught up in that moment, yeah. and you want everything to run so smooth, and he didn't know anything. This was a complete surprise for him. Wow. So I, like, I had never done anything, and to me, like, to me, that big. And so, because, I mean, you do certain things throughout your life... But I was like, I'm going to ask this guy to be my husband. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) Yeah. I was nervous as fuck. And then, hello, I'm proposing, and I dropped the ring in the sand. (laughs) So I was nervous. I was nervous. How was it receiving, on the receiving end of that? Um, it was absolutely magical. Wide like, open? Yeah, I mean, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> that was later. <laughs> it was magical? <laughs> oh, that's so cute. It was. It was perfect. Um, you know, I love the beach. I love, uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and that was the song that he had. Oh my gosh. Oh, the instrumentalist play on the, vi- or the ukulele, so it was great. That's so cute. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. We had one of our favorite bands playing when we, when I proposed to her. 
Oh, I, he paid them. <laughs> I, I think that's actually in one of the first episodes of the podcast. We talked about yeah. it. Yeah. I flew their asses in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we're going to be talking about friendships. Yes. And it felt appropriate to have you. So I think you're one of my... Now, I don't want to say oldest friend because that sounds like we're just old. But the longest relationship <laughs> as a friend... That I've had in my life. You are going to make me cry. Why? I'm just saying the facts. This is a facts or facts, bitch. I know, but I already know me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were. We just wanted to talk about friendships. Yeah. Um, uh, what makes a good friendship? I say in your communi- opinion. I say communication. Because, don't get me wrong, um... I know there could be times where there's awkward conversations and there's things that you want to say, but I've always, I've always thought of myself to speak in, in, in regards to the good and the bad all the time. And I know like there's been certain things that, that, you know, people don't want to hear, but I think if you're honest and I think if you have that, that open communication and the receiving part knows that you're coming from a place of love, yeah. like it's always, it comes out good and it's better to have this type of communication Rather than have stuff being pent up and just things that are not said. Yeah. Like, I know, like, like even, like, with you and me, we've always been open with each other. We've always talked about it. Like, we've shared, like, things that maybe aren't the greatest. But, like, you give me your honest advice. I give you my honest advice. Yeah. And I think that just builds a great friendship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's a sentimental <coughs> relationship. Any friendship... Because you invest in a person, you invest in what's going on in their life, and like, uh, like, a, like, a, like partners, you have to have that communication because that's how things work. And I have one of my dearest friends. I mean, I haven't known her as long as you all have known each other, but you know, we've we've had our challenges, and it's all it's always that it's always like we can come together and just talk about whatever it is that we're having issues with, and. It's assuming that the other person also has the best intentions, so. Yeah. I think it's also, like, understanding the other person's isms Mm -hmm. um, and being able to read the other person. Like, I'm thinking about... Here we go. Like, just knowing even, like, when we're having a conversation, and I'm sure Rob knows, too, like... When you say you're fine. And, and that's the first thing I thought of <laughs> when you fine. said that. Oh, he's not. I'm fine. He's not definitely not fine. And it's like... It's because... Okay, like for me, and I can say this, like when things start bothering me or if I feel a particular way, like my immediate reaction, especially to the ones that I'm close to, is like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like when you're... They're like, no, you're upset or no, like what's wrong? I'm right. fine. Because I think like at least the way I perceive that is like you're just wanting to like not create a big deal out of yes. things because like you care about us but I think like on the other end it's like no no like I know you're not fine let's figure this out and I think like being able to pick up on people's isms I think is important because then like it's your responsibility to to know and be like oh, okay like this is bothering this person so I have to we have to communicate and it goes back to that and it's funny because how I had just talked about communication like Yes, like, I know that, and maybe at that point I might be closing myself and not communicating so well, but, like, I have Mariela that's like, you're not fine, like, let's talk, or you're not fine, it's not fine, it's obviously bothering you, 
And I'm like, no, but then eventually I'm like, yes. And then I'll say what I need to say. <coughs> that, that's how it is. That's me and my friend. Like, But I, I, I do need some time before I can, like, actually come back to you and talk about it. Like, really? If somebody, yeah, if somebody's, like, pressing me, I'm just like, I can't because... I can be very crude with the things that the way that I say things, even if I don't mean them that way. Mm-hmm. So I like to censor myself and like be in a space where I can like see think about what I'm saying. See, and that's good because <laughs> I've noticed that there's two people in my life that um, I will catch myself with, and that I will not. I will be considerate, and I will stop, and I will think <clears throat> about certain things. Yeah. And that's my fiance, and that's Mariela. Yeah. It is. Everybody else, everybody else, I am like, <laughs> no, 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 wait. Or I'll be like, no, let's have a conversation. And, and I can be stern, and I can be blunt. Um, I can be I can be direct. I yeah. know that. My friends all know that. Everybody tells me that. And, and I own it. It's true. But, um, but I always, the only two is Mariela and is Rob. Yeah. Because I'm always like... Let me wait. Because when I think of Mariela, I'm like, that's my sister. Yeah. So I'm always like, no, see? I'm already going to start. Don't. Okay. Sister, so, yeah. sister. So, yeah. Okay, here's a question. Yes. Um, What is your first memory of us? Of us? Yeah. My first memory of us was when I first met you. And I remember... Um, and this is an awkward story only because like my fiance is here, but it was a whole other life. <laughs> it was a whole other life. You're Were fun. y'all dating? No, no, uh, no. It was Mariela was Mari- Mariela was like the best friend of my ex, one of my ex boyfriends, and so because you met, know I like to have me my gaze. Of course, you need yeah. yeah. So you need to be the supreme when. <laughs> <laughs> So when I met Mariela, or when I had heard of Mariela, I had heard of Mariela as, oh, this is one of my best friends. She goes to college. We met in high school. She's really cool. Um, you know, I, I know her. Like, you're going to really, really like her. He spoke to me about their mutual friends, and I was like, okay. And at Yeah, because it kind of, like, we kind of came as, like, the triad. Yes, you guys came time. as a three, like, as a thruple. That, <laughs> not, that like, You guys woo, came together. That did not. That did not last. Yeah, that's a different, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, um, <laughs> so when they came around, I was being introduced to the three of them. And the way that I knew about them was that um, there was two of them that were his best friends. And one of them was very political. He was told me that one, which was, this was not Mariela, but he was like, one of them is very political. Um, she's very opinionated. Yeah. So I'm just giving you that heads up. And then he was like, and then the third one, he was like, she's the smart one. He was just like, I'm not as close to her as I am to the other two. Um, But he was like, but she's the smart one. So then I had just said. Wait, what was I? So you were just the best friend. You were just the best friend. I didn't have anything special about me. I wasn't political or smart. (laughs) He said that you were the one. smart one. I'll tell you later. (laughs) (laughs) He did. Not me. Not what? me. I wasn't She's the smart, the smart one. one. I wasn't the smart one. Not Mariela. <laughs> you were the best friend, but you were the one that he was the closest to. Aw. So that's that's how I that's I how I was that. introduced. I see that. I see that. So then, when I met them, it was I had just moved in with him, and we were living in his apartment. And um, oh, is that when you made the beans? Maybe. What? Oh, what? way straight into my heart, bitch. I met all three, and yeah. I remember I got along the most with Mariela. 
like Mariela just reminded it was funny that and I that I say this Mariela you reminded me of like being in college you you reminded me of just being young and innocent because at that time Mariela was a virgin. Thanks. <laughs> I'm and she it is out not there. anymore. She is not I'm anymore. I'm still oh a virgin. So it was just like okay, but I mean, you're not I a virgin. <laughs> is the wedding still on? <laughs> oh great! We're gonna have to talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> One orifice is right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that we had like it was like a game night, or it was just us hanging out. Yeah. We had food and we had drinks, and we just had really great conversation. And I remember at the end of the night when they had left, <coughs> I had told them, I was like, oh, I liked your friends. I was like, they're really, really cool. And I was like, your best friend, Mariela. I was like, I could see us being friends. And here we are, 13, 14 later, years later. So uh-huh. they got together and I, I like, because we were all so close, like we all hung out a lot. Um, so I definitely was like close to both of them. And then when they split up, I think it was very heartbreaking for all of us because it was like they were, like that's how we all we all hung out together. Yeah. And um, they kind of went their separate ways, and I very I felt like I I feel close to both of them, and I'm gonna mm. stay friends with both of them and just like keep the worlds apart, you know, like. Right. <laughs> um. But then what ended up happening is that the other guy just wasn't. <clears throat> He just didn't know how to keep friends, really. Yeah. And it was like, when it's convenient to... It felt very much like, when it's convenient to you, then we will hang out. As opposed to, like, making the effort. As opposed to, like, with Jose, like, he would he would have me over all the time, and we would hang out all the time, and, like, we would talk all the time. So, like, he cultivated the friendship. And I remember having conversations, like... During that breakup time, I remember having separate conversations with all three of them where I had said, look, like, I understand I came into the picture later. Like, this is your friend. If you don't want to, like, like, continue this friendship, like, I was just like, I get it. Because I didn't want them to pick sides. Right. And um, um, I had honestly built a genuine friendship with all three of them. At, um, at one point, even when my friends had kind of just drifted because my friends prior to that did not like my ex-boyfriend and they didn't like what he had done or what like stuff that happened throughout the relationship so they even kind of not distanced themselves from me but they kind of (coughs) took a step back and so at one point I just had them and so and you know when you talk to your friends when you go through a breakup and when you stuff like that like it was awkward because I felt like I needed someone to talk to so I had people to talk to but then the closest people around me at that time were probably those three ladies. And, who were also um, friends with him. Who were also friends. Yeah. So I, I made sure not really to talk to them about it. I think the first one was, like, you, and that was after a little bit of time because I didn't want to put her in that awkward space. Um, but, because even, because, like, you found out things about us, like, later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, I'm so sorry, like, I didn't know, and it was true, but, like, we just didn't, I just didn't want to share that with them because, at the end of the day, those were his friends. Yeah. Um... But I knew that part. I knew that he didn't know how to cultivate or how to just maintain those friends because I remember, like, the other two girls telling me, or maybe it was one, um, but I remember specifically being told, like... Oh, it was the other one, yeah. Um, I remember being told, um, you're the one that calls me. You're the one that makes an effort. And even when we were all still hanging out, I would hear from you more. And I would only talk to him when we were all together. So they were like, I want to be friends with you. And that made me feel good. That made me feel good because 
Like, at that point, I had my best friend at that time who I moved in with. I had my coworkers that I really wasn't out at work at that time. And then I had them. So, yeah. yeah. So, even though, like, times pass, and even though maybe we're not all necessarily so close, I still think very highly of them. Um, there's one that we see, I see every now and then, and she makes the effort to reach out to me, which I appreciate. And then there's one I just see through social media that I hardly spoke speak to, but... I mean, I don't hold any animosity or anything. Yeah. She was there when I needed her. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, and I think with friendships, it's like, there doesn't have to be this big, like, event that, like, ends a friendship. Because I feel like I've had a lot of friends who have been very close to me at certain points in my life, and, like, now they're not around anymore, but, like, nothing happened, and... I feel like the way that I see it is, like, people come and go in your life, and some people are there for parts of it, some are there for a lot of it, and there just doesn't have to be, like, a big, like, she is jealous because I have a boyfriend and, and you don't. Like, that doesn't have to be this big thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know who we're talking about. I know who we're talking about. It doesn't about. have to be this big old thing. It really can be like, well, actually, like, distance is kind of a big factor. It is. I have a lot of shit going on over here and you're really far away and you only want me to make the eff- want me to make an effort. So, and I don't I know. Can, I can relate to that, too, because, like, with the... Uh, <laughs> I have one situation recently where I had one of my so-called best friends um, that actually took a moment, (laughs) took a moment (laughs) and stepped back because she stopped talking to me. And the reason why was because I didn't go to her birthday party. I didn't go to her birthday. And after that... um, we had, I think it was one of the days that, like, you guys had came over to the apartment, uh-huh. and we were just going to go swim, we were just going to hang out, like, drink, and my friend Marcos was telling me that, um, oh, yeah, well, I said names, sorry. That's um, fine. Well, one of my friends was telling me, like, hey, did you see this person's um, social media post? And I was like, no, and then I thought to myself, like, I had just told um, Rob not that long ago, like, hey, I don't see any more of her stuff. Did she block me? And so, yeah, I come to find out that I was blocked. Oh. But she, on social media, had made a comment talking about friends and fake friends. And now they're gone from her life and that she could not be, like, happier. <gasps> Something like that. I knew that, but... <laughs> so then I was like, what? what bitch? So then I was <clears throat> like, okay. But then that just made me feel like... It just... It, it sucks to lose a friend and over something so petty or something so small... Um, and so I had told, like, when I was talking about it with my fiance, I was like, there has to be more because it doesn't make sense to me. There needs to be a bigger reason. And the only other thing when speaking with a mutual friend was that I moved. I wasn't so easily accessible. I wasn't constantly there. I wasn't constantly calling or texting. You know, I had a life outside and that seemed to bother her. I d- but I just feel like... That's so weird. It doesn't... that do, For me, it's it like... happens. I get it. Life happens. No, but it's so weird for people to be, like, bothered by... Distance? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's like some people just require more attention. And maybe that's why our friendship has lasted so long. Because I know, even though I don't see you once a week or once a month, 
even like I still know you're there yeah. and I know I can like still lean on you if I need it or you can lean on me. And when we see each other, it's not weird. It's not like, oh, this. It's like we picked up where we left off. It, yeah. We're excited to see each other. We're excited of each other's accomplishments. Like, we'll make that effort and we'll celebrate that. Matt, right now in my life, I just feel like like friends do come and go. But I, to me, it was like, if you drop me, quote unquote, drop me, and for something so petty, like, then how good of a friends were we to begin with? Yeah. So, oh, like... like I have my my circle. I have my close friends. I'm still accepting applications every now and then, but I'm all, but I'm okay right now. There are windows of opportunity for anybody interested. It's not an open house season right now. <laughs> not right now. Um, Rob, what's the oldest friend you have? No, <laughs> no that's the wrong. He's eighty two. What's the longest friendship? that you can think of that you're still friends with well so i feel like cousins are your first friends and so like my cousin and i are very very close yeah um we've been through a lot together we came out together oh Um, wow she came out to me and then pulled me out (laughs) (laughs) so on my uh, (coughs) day of my graduation she was like so i have something to tell you um i'm dating one of your best friends and i was like who? <laughs> oh shit! And she was like, "Oh, it's this friend," it's, and I was like, uh, "That's a girl." Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a girl. <laughs> She's like, "I know." And uh, then she was like, "So do you have anything to tell me?" And I was like, "I'm going to grad night." <laughs> <laughs> Disney, yay! Yeah. And um, and then I ended up coming out officially. I came out probably like four times before that, but that was like my official pull out. Um, <laughs> that's funny. But um, we know just about everything there is to know about each other. Um, we lived together, mm. Jose and I and her for a while, and that was interesting. Um, yes, it was. <laughs> but um, she's two years older than me, and she's been there for me countless times, um, too many times to count, and um, especially with my parents not being super accepting, she was always that family member that I could lean on for support and guidance and so um yeah so I've known her my whole life so she is my <laughs> oldest friend <laughs> um and I got to be a part of her wedding um she's currently uh, pregnant right now so oh, they're yeah. adding on to their family so that's exciting and um you know she's super happy for Jose and I to be moving on with our lives together so Um, I don't see her as often, just because, like you said, sometimes there's a little bit of distance, especially when you're creating new units, um, but we definitely are there for each other 100% of the way still. Um, my other, my sister and I are very, very close to I also consider her to be one of my best friends. Um, same thing, just there for each other. Um non-familial relationships though um my longest standing friendships um I met in high school when I started uh at Northview back in it was my sophomore year I had transferred in so I have two friends from there that I'm still extremely close to um and we know too much about each other (laughs) (laughs) And I think picking up on those nonverbal cues, being able yeah. to communicate, 
with just a look. Those are the kinds of friendships that we have, so those are, um, I feel like those are the ones that are important because you can be sitting and looking at each other and you don't need to exchange any type of verbal communication, you just start. You just know. And you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Uh, for me, my oldest relationship, my oldest friendship isn't necessarily my strongest friendship, um, but I do have a close group of friends that, two of them I've known for almost 10 or 11 years, but we only actually became friends about, like, five years ago. So, this group of friends, we've all kind of, like, grown together grown close together um and it's the same like they all have very busy lives one of them had a baby last august um and then it's always challenging to like stay in communication and like make time and you know with everything that's going on but uh they've been my super bestest friends for years now and when i, I came out to friends in 2000 14 or 15 and like they were supportive like day one like they were just like okay like we're here whatever um and i'm so thankful for them so yeah yeah i want to make jose cry why <laughs> no i don't know it, it makes I, good radio I was trying jose. to think of a question to make you cry <coughs> i don't know i don't know um, can you think of a question? Well, uh, yeah, I actually do have a question. Can you both recall a situation that was challenging for your friendship and how you were able to overcome that together? That's a good question. Challenging for challenging. our friendship and how we overcame... I don't know if challenging is a good word or only because there hasn't been something that I can say that's challenged, but I can say um, something that was uncomfortable and something that was hard to go through because um, was one of your relationships within, with somebody from the past. Uh-huh. And it was kind of like... Like, like the, tell me more. Like, it was kind of like where we would have conversations and Mariela would share things with me. And I know in the beginning, I would be like, well, this person's a, an asshole, or this person is this, or this person is that. And then um, I could see that, I could see Mariela closing off a little bit, and then not wanting uh. to share so much with me about right. it. Yeah. So then I caught myself, and I remember thinking to myself, I may not agree with this person, but this is the decision that my friend is making. And how am I coming, how am I being supportive? Like, all I can do is I can maybe state something, a concern, and then, like, drop that seed, and then maybe it'll grow, and maybe it'll be something that she'll think about, and we'll retouch that at a later time. Um, but, like, in regards to the way that I would come off, or in regards to the way that maybe I would speak, I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't be so hard. And so, and I remember, it wasn't challenging, but I just remember, like, like not feeling uncomfortable, but I just remember feeling myself as, like, 
maybe I'm hurting you with the things that I'm saying, so I just didn't want to say that. And that was, like, a realization that I had. So, yeah. I can't think of anything. Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. Because I can't, when you say challenging, like... I think, like, I think now that we're older, we know how to, like, balance the distance and the time within the times that we see each other. But maybe that was something that I would, like, when we were younger, I would get hurt by that, like, I wouldn't get to see you as much. Um, Or it felt like maybe you were prioritizing other people over me. Okay. You know, but it was probably like because I was feeling more like on my own and alone. It might have been around the time my dad died, too. So just like being able to hold on to the people that I thought were the closest, but like not feeling prioritized was hard. Um, But I think it was like, I think sometimes people. What's the word? Like, uh, I don't even know what word I'm trying to think. My brain's messed up right now. Like you're projecting, like I'm projecting, I was projecting other things on you that had not necessarily anything to do with you, but because it was like, I remember that. you know, like, oh, you don't, you don't, you don't spend time with me and like, I don't feel important. <laughs> But it was, like, because of other things, you know? And, like, right. now with time, I feel like have I feel like it was important for me to, like... I've, I'm the kind of person that can hold on to things and not say anything. And, like, just mm-hmm. be like, I'm, like, put on this facade of, like, I'm fine. And, like, people will believe it. Um, but I think because of how important he was, it just got to the point where I was like, I need to say something because I'm going to explode. Yeah. So I think that was, like, a learning experience for me because it was, like, he's really important to me and I need to share what I'm feeling because I can't be mad at him for something he doesn't know. So sharing that, he was able to say, like, oh, I'm sorry, like, I didn't realize. And then, you know, like, then he started making an effort. And I think I... It was around the time my dad died because I remember cutting a lot of people off around that time because I was like you're not making an effort fuck you you're not making an effort fuck you like I'm not doing all this work fuck you guys like I don't want to do this all by myself um around that time I remember that and around that time like I remember being around and I remember I remember like afterwards and this is a few months afterwards like you feeling a particular way about other people and then us having our conversation about that like, wasn't that a few months after? Or was Probably. it... Probably. Yeah. Because I, I remember that. And then I just remembered at that moment, like, thinking, like, she's going through things. And I just... I hadn't... I have not experienced um, a loss of, of a parent. So, all was... When we had that conversation, I was like... I felt like I needed to be there more. Yeah. And so, I remember that. I do remember that. But I felt like that was, like, a... That, that, that's, that was, like, a big thing, obviously. And yeah, like we all handle things a particular way. Yeah. But we're fine now. <laughs> She's my sister. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about that. Tell you more about that? I hate you. <laughs> Why? Um, um, Mariela, like I said, Mariela and I got close after after that breakup. Mariela and I got really, really close. 
Um, I would see Mariela all the time. I would call her just to, like, talk to her. Oh, we would do study dates, oh. which just meant we would go down to the fucking A.M.P.M., buy four locos and snacks, <laughs> go home and watch American Idol together and get drunk. Oh that was our God. study dates. But we wore our, our smart sweaters, remember? Yes. We wore our study sweaters because we wanted to look smart. Yes. I wore this cardigan <laughs> all the time, I swore. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was cool, but, um, Mariela has become my sister. Mariela is my sister. (coughs) I was accepted into her family by her sisters and her parents. Um, I would always come around. I would always come around and I would always talk to them and I made the effort too to like come over and even talk to her parents and just spend time with them because I felt love for them and I was, I felt... I felt I felt like they were someone that I could speak to of a parental figure that I did not have. My parents don't agree with um, with my sexuality. They they feel like it's a choice, and they feel that um, that I'm doomed and I'm gonna go to hell. Yeah. So it's very it's very particular. I grew up in the church. I remember listening to your previous podcast, and I remember thinking like I can relate to you. He yeah. listens to the podcast. And so um, <laughs> yeah, this is the only podcast I listen to. <laughs> And so, and so, um, I remember, I just remember always looking to Mariela's dad for like guidance. And then at that moment we had like a group session. We used to call it super friends that we would talk about political Ah, things. Shout out to the super friends. I know Monica's listening. (laughs) So cute. Um, We would talk about everything and anything. Politics, church. Um, I didn't once he talk about like we talked about love or something. We did. Like he, my dad would just like come up with topics. Oh, your parents were involved. My yeah, dad, dad, my dad. So like we would, he would just say like, "Oh, bring your friends over," and well, it started with like the election. Yes. And it was like, "Oh, let's get your friends over and let's like talk about all the things that we're gonna be voting on, so we can make smart choices." And, and I this remember this was like when I was in my undergrad, so I was pretty like early. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. And I remember awesome. it was great because we had, a, like, not all of us had, like, familiarized ourselves, especially with, like, the props, the propositions. Yeah. But I remember knowing part of it because um, just by, like, just by, from what I would watch from TV and things that I would look up myself because I think at that time, wasn't I going back to school? Yeah, you were so in school. So I was in school. And so I kept up with it. So I was like, yeah, let's get together. But I remember being kind of nervous at first, like, telling Mariela, wait, Mariela. I was like, you are an educated woman. I am just a woman. <laughs> I was like, like, I don't know this. I'm going to sound dumb. She's like, no, you're not. But I just remember, like, we had these open conversations and and it was great. Like, I would stay back. Mariela and I would go out that night or we would just do whatever. But I was always close to her family. And then I just remember one day when I was talking to Mariela's father about, like, my family and everything. Like, he was just, like, holding me, like, telling me, like, you know you are important. He was just like, you know, your voice matters. And he was like saying like, like, you know, we believe in God, like we're religious as well, but you know, everybody is special. And like, he was just telling me things that I had not heard. And so it was great. And then he had told me, he was just like, if you ever feel like this, he's like, remember we are your family. He's like, he's like, you're my son. He was like, you're my second son or my adopted son. And I just remember like feeling, feeling really good about that. And, and I was just like, yeah. And then that's when, like, I just looked at Mariela and I was just like, 
I love you. <laughs> and then, because my dad was always there supportive and she was always there for me. And even, even like when I broke up with my ex, like Mariela was still there. And all that, of them. All, all of the exes. That's true. All of the exes. Just kidding. And then, I'm kidding, Rob. And then <laughs> all my exes love Mariela too. So like, you know, <coughs> it, it just, it was like that. And, and it's, it, it's, it's a good feeling. Like even, like, I remember even when Mariela's father did pass, like, Mariela's cousins were, like, coming up to me and talking to me and being, like, cousin, you're part of this family. And I just remember, like, feeling a mom of love. And... J-Lo. La J-Lo. And then J-Lo. I remember, because... Um, Lopez. J-Lo. Her father left J-Lo. And I remember I would be like, yes, and Mariela would be like, fuck J-Lo. I hate J-Lo. Yeah, my dad would just do it just to piss us off. Like, she's a triple threat. She's a great actress. She's a great singer and a dancer. And I was like, really? No. Really? The dancing is where she really excels. Does she? Being sarcastic I, yes. here. She is. She's an entertainer. There is nothing wrong with J-Lo. No, but I remember because didn't we, um, Mariela had asked, like, all of her friends at that time, like, like, I want you to pick um, a particular song or pick music that you feel that remembers you of my father because they were going to play it at his service. And, um, (laughs) I, like, picked three J-Lo songs. (laughs) I was like, I was like, okay, I got them. I was like, we're good. (laughs) So, yeah. Um... Last question. Okay. What's the... Oh, how do I word this? What's, like, your favorite... Memory? Or, like, thing that we do? I'll I'll give you my mind so that it might help you with yours. My favorite thing that Jose does for me... Is that he hasn't done it in a little bit, but he might start doing it again now <laughs> because I'm reminding him. Intense. Um, he always calls on Mother's Day <laughs> and tells <What>? me, <laughs> "Happy Mother's Day." Today is wait. How do you? How would you say it? Did it say mommy? Yes, it was like a full on like. Oh, today's uh, just a reminder that you need to make a baby, something like that. <laughs> he would call me every Mother's Day and like wish me Happy Mother's Day. I will say that a, fav- a favorite memory was I would leave Mariela these corny, funky, funny messages, voicemails. She wouldn't answer her phone. She'd be at school or she'd be doing something. She'd be at work, and I would be dropping these like funny one liners or just saying something stupid. Yes. And just to brighten her day, like, like we all need to laugh every now and then, and yeah. we all need, like, a little bit of something, and, like, that was us, and that was us being silly, and us just being us, and us showing just that we thought of that, thought of each other during, throughout the day. So, yeah. Oh. That's that was cute. so cute. So, at the end of every episode, we set an intention for the week. Um, so think of this next week and one thing that you are hoping for yourself. Something that you want to focus on. can be a small thing. I want to focus on not being a bitch to one of my coworkers. <laughs> oh, that's so that's specific. That's a good intention. No, it's because today... <laughs> she, yeah, she said that she was going to come for me and she was going to say something like that. 
that I always go to lunch with this one particular manager and we manage the same group. So, you know, if we manage the same group, um, we manage the bilingual discipline. I work in a call center for collectors, for collections. So I manage <coughs> a group of collectors. And this other person manages a group of collectors. But we're the only, out of three, we're two in the same division or the same department. So she was, like, saying that we shouldn't be taking lunches together. And I'm like, both of my bosses know. They've never told us nothing. Like, okay. She's so just, I was just like, here we go. And I was already... Is she hinting at something inappropriate? No, oh. she's not. I mean, she's straight. And I'm gay. Everybody knows that. Oh, it's a lady. It's a girl. It's a girl. She's just saying, like, you both shouldn't be off at the same time because there's a whole group of people that need managing and you, like, yeah. So it caught me off guard in the morning. And then I started getting real petty. And then I caught myself. So I was like, I'm going to stop. But then as of right now, when you were asking me about next week, that's the one thing I'm thinking about. So, because I had a, I don't like to be fake, but I know I'm going to be at work. So I'm obviously not going to do anything. And, um, so it's going to be like, okay, so, but I do want to have a conversation with her. I do want to, I do want to speak with her. Like if she does come up to me and say, and says something, or if she comes up to me and acts a particular way, I may just go around and say, you know what, can we have a conversation? And I'm going to ask her, so, so what exactly did you say about coming for me? Like what's going on? Let's oh, talk about it. <laughs> but not in a bitchy way. But not in a bitchy That's way. That's the intention. I know. What about you, Rob? Um, so this week I want to focus on putting together the final garment for my <gasps> outfit for my birthday. Yes! So I need to sew it and finish it. I have material. That's what I have Yay. so far. <laughs> nice. What Me? about you? Yes. Uh, my intention this week is oh. to focus on the positive things that are happening because I feel like lots of shitty things have gone on and it's easy to focus on like the negative parts of it you know so like just um focusing on the positive and not sitting in the negative too long how about you uh for me my intention for this week is a small step towards a bigger picture yeah uh i want to be more conscious about my spending Ooh. Cause a bitch forgets that Gotta she's Gotta get poor. the Nintendo Switch games. Oh yeah, girl, no. no. <laughs> I need to get spending under control. I wanna get out like start paying off my debt. I actually ended up getting a new car so that <gasps> I could have lower payments. So that's helping me. Oh. And like <clears throat> I'm working it out. So this week is packing lunch every day. Cutting up the Starbucks. You'd be so surprised how much money you could save. Oh with yeah, that. it's I. I'm so mad at myself every week because there's there's food at home, and yeah. if I just woke up twenty minutes earlier, I'd have time to pack it. Exactly. And but I don't, so I end up buying lunch like four or five times a week. Yeah. Which is like, fifteen uh fifteen bucks a pop. Yeah. Just on lunch, plus my Starbucks. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that so yeah it's and then we have one like right downstairs like you walk out of our office building there's and a subway right and a starbucks you're like dude yeah get it all at once exactly so uh that's what i'm gonna do this week just be more mindful about how i spend my money i love how everybody has like something great and something like something to do and i'm over here like i just don't want to cut a bitch next week <laughs> And that's, that's fine. <laughs> that's a really good thing to work on. Don't cut a bitch because you need your job. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything dumb. I won't. But, yeah. I can't wait to hear about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, thanks for joining. Yes. Thank you. Thank you all for and making me cry. That didn't work out the way I planned. I know, that totally <laughs> reversed. I know. I know. I'm surprised. I'm sensitive, okay? Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Till uh, next week. Till next week. We are trying to post more regularly. Yes. I think after this week, things are kind of like normalizing for me again. Like, we're settled in a new place. Just finished a big project at work that we, we've been working on that had me like super tied up. Um, so I'm hoping like, We'll have more time. Yes, we'll things figure it stabilize out. a little bit more now. But uh, thank you for everybody who's patient with us. And I have a few people who are like, when we don't post, they're like, uh, you didn't post this week. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, I'm just hell? a non-professional bitch, and you're going to have to deal with it. Um, but yeah, thank you, everybody. We'll see you for we'll talk to you next time. Okay, okay friends. Bye. bye. Thank you.